Welcome to the Retroenix Podcast. In this podcast, your host, Lori Amin, will interview published authors to chat about their work, journey to getting published, and their book recommendations. If you share a passion for books and are always looking for your next read, then join us. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to Retroenix Podcast. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to chat with you. We chatted earlier last year um, on Instagram Live. So tell us what you've been up to ever since, you know, <laughs> we've been in the pandemic. So we're just kind of like we chatted. We're just sort of emerging and life is getting busier. Um, Dude, life is like so busy right now. Like I don't even like what's I think it's really hard for me right now is that I have a lot of projects I can't talk about. So like for me, I want to like I'm like pumped, excited. I want to like talk about these things I'm doing, but I'm like, I can't talk about them. So I think for me, like that is the hardest part right now is that I have to be like careful. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm working on a lot of really cool, sorry, just film that I'm working on a lot of really cool, um, things that, um, I've never done before. So I'm working on a YA I'm working on, um, something for animation and I'm, I have two graphic novels. I'm, one graphic novel, I know, right? One graphic novel that's coming out with like a book series I already have. And then one uh, that I just pitched, hopefully that will come out, which I'm really proud of. So a lot of really different stuff, a lot of stuff with like, um, with movies and streaming. And I kind of went from like, let's just do traditional publishing. And I just went like, you know what, let's go over to this sector <laughs> of just like different streaming stuff. And let's try what, try, try this. And it's been really successful and great. So um, yeah, it's been really good. I have a lot of contracts. I have a lot of options for like movie stuff. So I'm really pumped about that. I am this month actually going down to LA to get like a, probably getting shoved off a cliff, honestly, to get shoved into like screenwriting. So, which I was always trying to do like in the last like two years, but like, now I have like a mentor that's going to help me. So yeah. So like a lot of really crazy stuff I've never done before, but I'm really excited about it. I think that's fun. I think for readers, that's really fun too. That's really exciting. So what was the like, the transition like how do you expand those horizons because like we're talking beyond writing beyond traditional book publishing we're talking about movie streaming all these other options all these worlds screenwriting you know like what was the preparation process what the sparked idea like what got you out of that comfort zone you know <laughs> okay so like this is horrible honest moment um I had been wanting to do this for a really long time and my agent at the time um she's older. And so like, every time I would come to her and say like, I want to do this, I want to do this. She'd be like, I don't understand. I don't know what that is. And so I finally was just like, we have to part ways. I, I adore her. She's like family to me. And I was like, I need someone who understands where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, it came from me finding someone who actually understood like the language I was speaking, saying mm -hmm. like, I want to do manga. I want to do graphic novels. I want to do, I'm doing a K-pop book. And like, and I actually had publishers that were like, don't do a K-pop book. You can't do that. Like I, I was told like for a year and a half, like you can't do this. And I was like, but this needs to be done. Like we need more diversity. We need this. Like Asian hate is happening. Like I'm not okay with this. Let me write this. And as you know, like I've always had that in my books. I've always had diversity and stuff. And so I really just had a really hard time being told by the white man up in New York, like not to do it. And I was like, that's not okay. And so I finally found someone who was like, who believed in me basically. And was like, you know what, like write those books, like make sure those characters are told and have met with a lot of studios that feel the same way. And so honestly, it was just, it literally was someone just believing in me, honestly. And I think I needed that. I've been needing that for a really long time. And so I can't take credit for any of it because it was honestly someone just saying like, you're not wrong. Like this is an issue. 
please write about these issues and it's okay to write about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this. And so what's the process <laughs> of writing a graphic novel? You know, like that's like a whole different world. <laughs> like, no, graphic novels are crazy. Like you, so what's crazy about graphic novels is you can't be too detailed, right? Because it's like, a, it's like a comic, right? So like, you have to be like, and then I saw this and then I did this. So like for me, like all of a sudden I had to like, simp- like make everything simple. And it was very hard for me because I'm very detailed when it comes to like dialogue and stuff. And so it was definitely hard, but at the same time, very fun because it was a different, a different way to do stuff. And I had an amazing Val. Hi, hi Val. Um, she did all of my illustrations and I worked with Patty Stanger, millionaire matchmaker, um, who, um, is one of my partners. I know what, no, she's one of my partners, producing partners and has, we wrote, we wrote like what, two, three books together already that we're pitching right now. And we've done two graphic, two graphic novels. And so she was the one that was like, here's the storyline, let's get this done. And I was like, cool. And so like me and her have been working behind the scenes a ton on all this graphic novel stuff. And I'm really proud of it because I feel like it's, it's very different. Um, and how fun is that? Like graphic novels, people don't even realize like graphic novels right now are like, you think like books sell, like graphic novels are like hundreds of millions of people stream. And it's and a lot of like younger kids with COVID, like are, that's what they're reading. That's what they're, they're, they're coming to. And so for us, it was more or less just like, let's give them what they want. And so, yeah, so that's what we've been working on. I mean, like literally working on hard for the last like five months. Gosh. And how did you meet Patty? <laughs> Like you know, right? I just overwhelmed you. Okay, so that's a funny story. So me, so okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Okay, so me and Patty, (laughs) so I randomly got this DM from her and didn't think that it was real because, but I yeah didn't think it was real and saw that there was this DM and was like, okay, who's this person? And I was like, I know who Patty is. Like obviously, like I when I was in college, like watched her show as everyone did at my age, right? Watched that show in college. And then I was like, oh wait, but there's a blue check mark. So clearly it's like the real person, right? Because I like that was my biggest concern. And she was like, hey, I read um Matchmaker's Playbook because she's a matchmaker. So she read it, watched the movie, and was like, and then saw my backlist, saw like my um, paranormal, like dark ones, which is what we're working on right now, like everything, and was like, can we work together? And I was like, yeah. And so we back right before COVID hit 2019. We're like, we're doing this, we're jumping in and then COVID obviously hit. And so it was like this very hard time because we both were ready to just to go like, like ready to go. Like we had all these things ready to go. We had producers, directors, everything was ready to go. And then it was like, oh, just kidding. COVID is happening. So um, that's why it's kind of taken a little bit longer for some of the stuff that we've been doing to like come out because we were waiting um, a lot of people weren't filming anymore. You couldn't, the people we're working with are in Canada. We couldn't fly into Canada. Like, I mean, just all these different things you wouldn't even think about happened. So anyway, so that's, that's really honestly how we met and we've been friends ever since. And I fly down there, um, in July to do some screenwriting for, um, a historical that I've done that she's like, just fly down we'll get it done in a week. And I was like, okay, so that's kind of our story as far as like how we met each other and how we, <laughs> we connected, but it was a totally like random. And um, I don't even know. And so then she was like, let's write a book. And I was like, cool. And like, yeah, so that all happened um, just very organically, which is really fun. And it just, it, yeah, she's great. We've had a really fun time and it's been really great having someone who, um, you know, in the past, like I've written with other people and it's hard when you it's all on you. Right. And for with Patty, like she has an entire outline, which I never do. And she's like, we're going to do this. And it's like this like 10 page outline. And I'm like, 
okay, but like, it's nice because I don't, I don't have to come up with it myself, which is really nice. And so it's, it's been a really good, uh, a good partnership for us. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that she's sliding your DMs. <laughs> and then my DMs. <laughs> it, happens. it totally happens. It totally happens. Like, this is like amazing. Like, I love like how organic it was. Like, it was just like a book that she read that she saw the yeah. movie, like, you know, like, things that happen in your backlist, you know, like. I, I wouldn't like, even know. Like I literally was at Starbucks looking at my DMs going, what? And like, I'm literally, I'm sitting there like writing and I'm like, okay, so I respond really quick, but like, like, how does that even, I don't even know. Like, yeah, it's been, it's been really cool. Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh, so I did read your mafia romance. <laughs> it's just, we chatted. Cause I was like, I don't know if I feel about mafia. <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about Mafia, but I do love your Mafia romance. <laughs> so this is like the, the, the stuff. Am I the exception? Can I be the exception? You're the exception. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, I was like, oh. So chat about your Mafia romance because it's like, it's exception to my rule, but I would like for our audience to look for, um, you have two series, you have the lead, and then you have the new adult, the college age, the next generation series. Can you talk to us a little bit about, about it for those who are looking for some Mafia romance? Yeah. yeah. So my Eagle Elite started um, about 10 years ago, which is crazy. So I feel really old right now. Um, my husband had said like, I won't... <laughs> He didn't want to read my books. He was like, I don't like stuff like that. I want more suspense. And then we had seen like a news article about this guy that was living 30 miles away from us, who was an actual mafia, mafia guy from the like Costa Nostra. So like one of the five families here in the US. And he was basically like an assassin, you know, um, you, you know, like how, how one would live 30 miles away from you. And so he basically got arrested, but the entire town was like, don't arrest him. He's the best. Like he was on part of the PTA. He was part of like he was a farmer, like all these things. And Nate was like, you should write a book like this. And so I wrote Elite based on that book. Um, and it took off, did really well. So basically my mafia is, I think what's hard about my mafia is it's very different from other mafias. Like I have a lot of humor in it, as you know, like it's very much like, yes, it's intense this way, but it's also intense in like a funny way. And then on top of that, like I make sure that I bring in every every single thing as far as like research for the Italian mafia for Costa Nostra that I can possibly have, um, even bring in like the Russian mafia. I bring in like the Irish mob. Like I, I told Nate, my husband, like that I would not do this unless I did it right. Um, unless I actually like researched and did it in a way that like made sense and like honored like the people that are actually part of this. And so with Eagle Elite, like it was a very slow process. We have, I think, 12 books in that series and they start off very um, new adult, very like YA. Um, and then they get sexier as you go, they get more and more intense um, because at the time, like I was like, can I push this boundary? Can I not? Um, and then the, the Mafia Royals is like the kids' stories. Um, the kids' stories are very different from the parents' stories. If anyone's read them, they're like, whoa, like they're a lot more intense, a lot more gruesome, a lot more, um, there's a lot of sex, like a lot of like different like things going on there. But I think with their story is like it, I think that it makes sense to have like a mafia series that just develops and grows from like what I had into like what I have now. So um, they're very fun. The kids are like 20 to 25. Um, it's just fun. Like they're just fun. Like they just, they're intense. I think one of the biggest things that I wanted to bring in, which if you read them, you know, I wanted the women to be equal to the men. I wanted to make sure that the women were just as badass, that the women were not people that the men were like, 
coming down onto. Like it was like the women were just, just as terrifying, just as crazy. And with the first one, the Twisted Princess, um, Serena is very much like, I'll kill you. <laughs> I love it. And I love it. And I know some people are very put off by that. Like that she got that she's like, she had him like, what, like, make sure that like her, her skirt was like slid up enough so, so she could kick him in the, the ass. I'm like, great. But like, I think that it's so important to have women that are powerful that have that power. And I think for me, like writing this new series or the new like mafia series is don't do what other people have done in the past. Don't, don't read. I don't read other mafia books. I don't read them at all because a lot of times I, they say they're mafia, but it's just like, they have a mafia concept, but they don't have like the, the violence. They don't have like the actual background of it. And that really bothers me. And so like, I, for me, want to make sure it's very authentic. Um, I have people from the Gambino family that actually, that actually read, I know, which is crazy, that actually like do like my sensitivity readers. I have people that are literally in the mafia that are like, so like literally my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, that's not true. And I'm like, bro, like I literally have mafia people that are telling me like, this is true. So I think that's my, that's, I think if you have one trigger for me right now, it is that people say that like, it's not authentic. And I'm like, like, I don't know how more authentic you can get when I have people from Italy that are in the mafia helping me. I just married someone that's Gambino. So I don't know what to tell people. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's like my biggest thing, but it, it's been really fun. And I, I, I don't think I'll ever come back from it. Like I will always write mafia. I'll always like get in that. Even if it sells one book, I will always be there because to me, it's like a passion to talk about like families being that close and like blood being everything. Like it's all about family. And I think right now in the world that we're living in, that's kind of been lost a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think even when you have like the violence and like all the other things that are attached to it, there's something very poetic about having that loyalty to someone. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I love that it was just feature strong female protagonists. There's some blood, there's some glory, there was some <laughs> sex There was just like, I don't know, it felt like, it felt like you were transported to a different world, but at the same time you were like in today's world. Like, you know, and you saw the family dynamics and like the stuff that they each person had to do just mm -hmm. to be part of the family, you know, exactly. so. Oh. Get me. I love it. <laughs> I miss you. I can't wait to see what a signing again. Ugh. <laughs> I know. Speaking of signings, will you do any ones in 2022 or? or Book Bonanza and then I have Edinburgh and actually this year I just I actually just said yes to a signing in Vegas um this October. I forget. I'm like I forget what it was for but I have to do a panel and stuff so I was like I'm so done like I just need to get out and and just be out. So yeah, I have one this October and then next year I have Edinburgh. I have, I think, is it called Bay? I think I have that one. I have like four, I think next year. So I kind of like just made everything into like 2022 and yep. I'm just going to travel my butt off and just, I just want to see, re I want to see readers, bloggers, podcasters. I want to see you guys. Like, I'm just so done. Like, I want to see you guys. Like I'm, I'm not okay. Not I don't know. Like, I, I know when you're at signings, it's really intense. You have to be on, but like, there's something so beautiful about meeting people that are like-minded that get a whole like book thing. And it's hard when you're isolated and we've been isolated for like two years, it feels like. So I just want to be there and just like talk books and just like be with everyone. So yeah, I, I have added stuff to my list. Yes. Oh, so exciting. I'm so excited for book signings. Like, let me tell you, <laughs> like, like, time. This time. Is like, it's time. like, I'm like, I've been by myself for a year and a half. Like yeah. I need to, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm done with the zoom fatigue. So, <laughs> so, oh. so what are some of the books we recommend for our listeners to pick up? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So I would say mafia rules for sure, because, um, you can pick that up. I have a little family tree and like a little bio thing before you even start. So you're not lost. Um, second one would be, um, dark ones because dark ones is my paranormal book series, but it is getting adapted right now for film or TV. Mm-hmm. So, um, actually we're working on the pilot right now and I have an incredible producer. Like I, my producer is amazing. My producers, um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, obviously we haven't announced it yet because we can't, but it is, it, it's going to be amazing. So like, if you love paranormal, if you love like that kind of like feeling of like fallen angels, that kind of stuff, like please pick up dark ones. And then if you want just like rom-com fun stuff, consequences, my consequence series is just a fun, silly slapstick. Like if you're just like stressed out, read that and you'll be like, I'm good. Like I'm happy now. So yeah, so that's that series. Um, and I have like over 120 books. So like, I always say to people, like, if you are confused, you're like, what do I do? Talk to you, talk to me. Like, we will definitely recommend books that we think are going to be like, we're meet you where you're at. You know what I mean? So I write every genre. I just released a book or I'm releasing it on Tuesday with Monica Robinson. Um, that's erotica, which I've never written before. And it's BDSM. And I'm like, what am I doing? But like, it just, that's the story that we wanted to tell and, and it's coming out. So like, yeah, so I write basically everything. So if you're stressed or at home and just like, I need something to escape with, like, I, I hope that I could be the author that can take you to that place that you need to be to just not be stressed anymore. Yes. Oh, you know what I read recently was Office Hate. Your office. Oh, did you like it? I loved it. <laughs> I was like, I want to move for enemies to lovers. And I think that email Valentine or direct message Valentine. I was like, I need enemies to lovers. They're like office hate. And I was like, I okay. <laughs> it was so immature. And I'm so sorry. It was like the most immature book ever, but I laughed so hard writing it. So, so funny. <laughs> With the get-go and like <laughs> like the whole game versus you know games but contemporary contemporary game or you know like the goal the goal oh my gosh oh my gosh it literally like you don't even know like I literally and I and I think maybe like I was hallucinating halfway through because I had baby so I was like this is funny but I'm like is it funny I don't even know but I was dying laughing the entire time so I'm glad that you're not like you're the you're dumb you're dumb Rachel like literally it was delightful. Like, you know, just to just get escaped. Like, you're like, oh, enemies lovers. Like, there we go. <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh. The whole idea they both work in the dealership and they both yeah. were like, they got fired in the same well, day. Yes. You know? <laughs> so. Like echo coming up between the boobs, like, what? Like he's a boob guy. Like, great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yes, yes. Again, you have a book for everyone's taste. Like, give it a try. You know. So. <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy you liked it. I I have a lot of people that were like, "Oh, it's the worst," and I'm like, "No, but it's fun. You have to like, you ha- can't take yourself so seriously all the time. Like, have books that are just like dumb. You know what I mean? Like, they just take you to that place that you're like, oh well, I just watched. I don't know what I watched, but it was great. <laughs> It's brain candy, like you know, it's like you just like brain candy, it just like gets you, like it's like you just listen, you read, you watch, you know. That's what we watch sometimes TV. We just watch it for yeah. like it's just a structure. So it's like friends, like you can always watch friends, yeah. no matter what, what mood you're in, and be happy and laugh. And like it's like you're watching it all over again. Like you want, I want to write books like that. I want books that people feel like they can come back to over and over and over again. And I think that's such a huge a huge thing for authors. You know what I mean? 
Yes. Oh, yes. All right. So tell us where you can find me online. Okay. So you can find me on rachelvandykenauthor.com. I said that way too fast. I apologize. I've been working on my talk, my talk, my talking. <laughs> um, and then at rachvd on Instagram, Twitter. Um, also, I'm try- I'm trying super hard to do TikTok, but TikTok, I'm like, I'm 36 now. So I'm like, I'm old. So I'm attempting to like, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Like it's hard. So I'm trying really hard. So you can find me on there. Um, and always email me like, as you, as you know, personally, like I always respond personally, like I don't, it's not my assistant. It's always me. So if you always want to, if you ever want to email or you have questions, please email me rachelvandykenauthor at gmail.com. And I will definitely get back to you. And yeah, I just, I, I freaking love my readers and I love, I just, I love you guys. I love you. I love that you just spread the word about books and I just, I just appreciate you so much. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Rachel, for being on the show. Yeah, of course. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate, and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. Today's episode's partner is Libra FM. If you're an audiobook listener, then you should add Libra FM as your go-to source for paid audiobooks. Libra FM makes it possible for you to buy audiobooks to your local bookstore. Memberships start at $14.95, and they also have great sales for women's audiobooks each month for $3.99, thanks to the Kiss Club. To sign up for Libra FM, please visit whattoreadnextblog.com slash LibraFM. You will receive a free audiobook when you sign up for a monthly subscription. If you purchase a subscription through our link, you will be supporting the podcast at no cost to you. The What to Read Next podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Please visit frolic.media slash podcast to discover new shows to tune in. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.